Firsts can be eye-opening. Think back to your first friends, first loves, first kisses. Each one shook your world in ways you could not have anticipated, and even if they aren't still part of your life, the memory of those firsts will sometimes rise unbidden and carry strong emotional responses. There is something magical and scary in any first, and those scary things call to us from across the gulf of time. I am calling from Elm Lake. From the buzz I've been hearing around town, things are going well for the glass eye. I still haven't been able to speak with the owners, but both George and Lorraine have talked about how there's more traffic heading to that area of Elm Lake ever since the glass eye opened. Why, if the rumors are to be believed, we've even had visitors from North Glen walking around with their currency trying to flaunt it wherever they can. The Owl's Nest is sold out of breakfast sandwiches for at least one week straight now. That wouldn't normally seem like a terribly impressive feat, but they've been producing more than 10 each of the last few days and still can't keep them in stock. Even better, nobody seems to be any worse off for having eaten them. Jonas has been prepping new scripts for the Elm Lake Improvisational Quartet to study. Marcus has taken to giving short tours around town. And Amelia has been a regular visitor to the Glass Eye. She keeps saying that she's looking for something, but clearly hasn't found it yet. She has yet to walk out with any purchase, but there has to be a reason she keeps going back. Maybe she just likes the atmosphere of the shop. Listeners, I'm planning on heading down there myself today. I haven't visited. I know, I know, if I'm chronicling the stories of Elm Lake, it seems odd that I haven't been down to speak with our newest entrepreneurs. It's just that I've been terribly busy trying to touch base with Andrea Marone regarding her baked goods. Oh, and Jorge keeps trying to reach out to me about this year's Moon Festival. All of that, plus the hours of trying to decipher why Jenny wanders her nightly path and collects items in her basket, and I've just been bushed. I could really use an assistant the more I think about it. Maybe I should ask Amelia, since she seems to have that sort of instinct and she's been in the glass eye so frequently. Either way, I'm going to try and make it down to the shop today. 
and I still have hope of being able to speak with either of the newest residents. They undoubtedly have stories to share. This is just so exciting. People have been coming from all over the place just to check out our little shop. The Glass Eye has been seeing regular customers in and out every day. Of course, we haven't actually had anyone make a purchase yet, but that's all right. That isn't really what we are here for anyway. We are just looking to provide a service to the citizens of Elm Lake. And I just know that they are gonna love what we do. Everyone else has. Sam still won't tell me why we've had to move towns to set up a new shop. But I'm sure it isn't all that important, really. If it was, she'd tell me. But she always tells me the important things. Right now, though, I just need to focus on continuing to create. She reminds me that I have a special touch with all of our dolls. And she'll handle interacting with the customers. It's really better that way. Because I trip over my words all the time. And Sam is so much better at communicating. Plus, when she smiles, suddenly fast friends are made because nobody can resist her smile. It's just so bright and pure. Sorry, I'm gushing. I'm just so excited about everything that's been happening. I've seen some of our former customers, specifically from North Glen, they said that they were looking for new dolls to add to their collection. And I was so sad that we didn't have anything for them quite yet. I had to explain that we just got set up and have barely been able to get the workshop running. I felt Sam over my shoulder, making sure I didn't say anything wrong. She takes such good care of me in those situations. I couldn't tell the North Glen residents that it's harder to get them what they truly need when I don't see them as often. I knew that Sam didn't want that little sacred to come out. The most consistent visitor to our shop is Amelia. There's something about her that I can't quite put my finger on, which is making it harder for me to really figure out what she's looking for. It's almost like she's slightly out of time with the rest of Elm Lake. But that doesn't make any sense. I watched her move through the shop, very self-assured. She never lingers in any particular space for too long. And she's almost as adept with words as Sam is. I've got some ideas, but nothing has fully landed quite yet. I do think that she isn't going to just be a recipient, though. There's something about her that just makes it feel that she needs to be an active participant in the exchange. All right, listeners. I have finally made it to the glass eye. I'm standing outside the door, looking into the picture windows. 
A few dolls are scattered on display, but it's clear that the owners are still building up their stock. From what I can see from the outside, the shelving looks fairly bare. Although there are some accessories spread throughout the store. Things to help flesh out any particular doll's story. But I shouldn't judge. After all, they've only been open for a short time, and one cannot rush true craftspeople. I've also clearly arrived at a quieter time, as I don't see many customers milling about inside the store. In fact, I really only see one. Angus, who I never thought of as a doll collector, is inside, and he's been walking a fairly circuitous path around the shelves. He seems to be looking for something, walking a practiced circle. This clearly isn't his first time inside the glass eye, and it almost seems he is maneuvering with his eyes closed. Worn hands rub against each other, and there's a level of nervousness to his gait. I'm sure he's fine, though. A man like Angus can't always be hard edges and toiling labor. He has to have a softness to him. I promise I'm going to head in soon. I keep looking through the window, but I only see one of the owners milling about. I think it's Marissa Stevens, if I've figured out exactly which one is which. I don't see Samantha Brower anywhere. Maybe she's in the back room? Maybe she's out visiting the sites around Elm Lake. After all, the weather is lovely today, which makes it a great day to visit the cabin on the hill. Can you believe that some people think the cabin is actually hiding some long buried structure? Either way, Samantha doesn't seem to be around. I was really hoping to be able to speak with both of them at the same time, but it doesn't look like today will be that day. Listeners, I've entered the glass eye. It smells of cedar and linen, and I almost think I can hear music floating through the air. The shelves aren't as bare as I thought they were from outside. I was about to ask Angus a question, but shortly after I entered, he left, a wrapped bundle under his arm. He seemed pleased, at least. That speaks to good customer service. I'm just going to see if I can... Hello? Is there someone here? Oh, um, yes. Hello, I'm just stopping by to check out this new shop. I'm always interested in new residents to Elm Lake. We just don't get many. Hello, uh, I'm Marissa. Look, you are probably looking for Sam. She does most of the talking and she'll be back soon. I'm a little busy anyway. Oh, no, of course. I, I don't want to keep you from your projects, naturally. It's just wonderful to meet you. If you don't mind my asking, did I see Angus just leaving? Um, yes, I think. Was that his name? Angus. Yeah, I guess he does look like an Angus. If it's the same person, then yes, yes, Angus left. Great. And he made a purchase. He seemed very happy with it. So you're clearly making an impact. Yes, 
a purchase. We did make an exchange, so I guess that counts as a purchase. He just saw something he needed, so I held, connected him. He's got someone to talk to now, and it should help keep his tools sharp, too. Now, if you don't mind, I've got to get back to my project. Oh, of course. Thank you for your time, and I hope to come back soon. It really is a lovely little shop. Well, that was delightful. She seems friendly, even if she isn't terribly talkative. Listen, I've lived here for long enough to not just assume that someone isn't friendly if they don't speak much. I mean, look at Marcus Grant. He doesn't talk much at all, but he's one of the friendliest people I've ever met. Meanwhile, Jonas Tompkins, who talks all the time, is just a little prickly. I guess I'm saying you can't really judge a book by how many words it uses. Marissa seems nice, and I'm sure if I wait a little longer, someone in town will be able to get her out of her shell. There's plenty of time. The glass eye is waiting. Calling from Elm Lake, episode 30, First Purchase, was written and produced by Sean Monahan. The voice of Elm Lake is Sean Monahan. The voice of Marissa Stevens is Scarlet Gray. Opening and closing themes written and performed by Sean Monahan. All other music written and performed by Matt McInnes. Find out more at machinismusic.com. Thank you for listening to our ongoing tale. If you've enjoyed our story so far, please leave a rating and review. Word of mouth will help us continue to grow and unfold new tales within our universe. You can follow us on TikTok, where we sporadically create new stories that are tangentially connected into the ongoing saga. We also have a social media presence, which you can use as a way to reach out directly to the creators of Elm Lake. Finally, you can join us at www.patreon.com slash callingfromelmlake to help support us as independent artists carving out our own space in this creative world. If need is set upon one axis and want is set upon another, there is a point where they will converge. Need and want become one, and at that meeting place, we can find the things that will fulfill and sustain us. Too far off in either direction can lead to disaster and ruin, even if it's sometimes more fun.